Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Katie's Tacoma podcast. I am so glad you guys got to join me today on this fine evening. It is actually Taco Tuesday, which is pretty awesome. But anyways, in other news, I have a guest on my podcast, which is pretty exciting. My guest today is an awesome friend. He also is an overlander, camper, a just neat, awesome human being that I am so thankful to call my dearest friend. And his name is Nico. So why don't you say hello, Nico? Hi, everyone. My name is Nico, and I'm just so pleased to be here and share some of my stories with Katie over the past, what has it been, three to six months of actually adventuring together and camping and doing a little bit of off-roading, and can't wait to share that with you all. So thanks for having me, Katie. Thank you for coming on. I had to drag you all the way over to my house to do this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't have to drag you over here. I was just like, hey, I know you, I wanted to have you on here and I'm thankful you got to be my first guest. So Nico actually doesn't have a Tacoma. He has a Ford Ranger. What year is your Ranger? It is a 2020 Ford Ranger. Four by four? Uh, it's a XLT FX4. So yes, four wheel drive with a rear locker. Right on, right on. You want to give me some more specs on it? How how many years have you had it? I mean, it's only been really one. But... <laughs> yeah, well, I got it in uh, the end of February of 2020. I've about 16,000 miles on it. And uh, I've done a lot of work to it. Um, did the iBox Stage 2 suspension front and rear. Uh, I also installed a Prince Design Studios roof rack. I have a Yakima Outpost HD bed rack with a Rome Vagabond light rooftop tent. And recently, I just uh, installed Raceline wheels with BFG KO2 tires. They're 285-70-17s, so they're almost a 33-inch tire. Um, and just last week, actually, installed some uh, Lariat lights, so they're LED running daylights and turn signals. So it's really just all coming together. I guess you could say you're pretty lit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and let's not forget the Baja Design Squadron Sport Ambers oh. that they have in the fog pockets. So that really lights up the night. can see your haters from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> sure can. <laughs> so, Nico, how did we meet? We met on Instagram, and it's actually an interesting story because guess who made the first move? Uh, I don't know. Did you? <laughs> Katie actually reached out to me. She DM'd me, and she said, hey, that looks like Ventura. Do you live in Ventura? And I said, I sure do. <laughs> All my photos are there. And she said, yeah, I recognize your truck, and it looked like the beach in your Ventura. And so we found out we actually lived in the same area. And um, I forget how we first hung out, actually. We went camping in Lake Casitas. Remember that? Yeah. That was like actually, our first. Oh, that, wait. That we was... went and did like a tailgate thing at Emmawood yeah, State Beach. That was like a true. little meetup thing. We did. Yeah. I organized a little bit of a tailgate meetup and uh, Katie invited most of the people because most of these ranger owners just didn't show up with the exception <laughs> of Anthony, who is another cool human being. But um, yeah, that was, a, that was a really great uh, time to, to meet some new people in the community. And, um, yeah, you know, it kind of hit it off right away. She's just really, uh, extroverted person, really easy to get along with. So very amicable. 
Are you talking about you? No, I'm talking I'm about you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks, dude. But yeah, we've just, we've hung out since. And I think that was like, what was it? April, May? Yeah, early on in 21. We um, just hung out ever since. It was so cool. <laughs> if you don't know what Nico looks like, he's a very tall fellow. He's like six four million or something like that. How tall are you? <laughs> uh, six meters four yeah. yards. <laughs> so he's like six four. Um, he's six four. <laughs> I don't know how to explain you really. But he has an awesome truck, and you also have a Ford Mustang. So why don't you tell me about that really quick? Yeah, okay, sure. I have a 1970 Boss 302 Mustang that I rebuilt and restored with my dad uh, about four years ago, which was kind of my first introduction into mechanics. Um, I interned as a mechanic at Radical Autosports in Ventura. Um, but I actually drove it back from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, back to California. And that was quite the journey. Um, also learned how to drive stick on that on that trip for the first time ever uh, in a fifty year old vehicle. So, but yeah, it's uh, we've done a lot of work to it. We put a three fifty one Cleveland engine into it, new transmission, new exhaust, uh, lots of paint correction, and changed the interior. Put in a Hurst shifter, and uh, we decided not to go the fuel injector route just because we like. The idea of a carburetor and uh you know less things to go wrong so so yeah. when are we gonna go on it when are you gonna <laughs> take me on a joyride for uh, it uh yeah anytime you want it's starting to cool down now so be a nice time to ride uh, to drive it uh, it gets really hot that's cool so. i don't know how to drive stick but i'd be definitely down to watch and observe you drive it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh definitely a different experience than my 10-speed auto truck that i drive <laughs> right now so <laughs> well hey that's cool yeah well, hey, dude, I'm just curious, um, something that's like a neat icebreaker to find out something about someone is asking this neat and weird question, which is, would you rather be a rock or sand, like a boulder or sand? What's that? And then for another question would be, would you rather be a rock or I'm sorry, a flower or a tree? So... What Katie, would you do? Katie, I already Katie have my with the real questions. So mm -hmm. going back to your first question, I would probably like to be a rock. Okay. Uh, because I am quite stubborn. But I also enjoy the long process that a rock takes to become sand. So oh. I would have a little bit more time to observe and interpret the world as a rock before I turn into sand. Interesting. That's interesting because for me, I feel like I'd rather be sand because sand, you can move it easily. Mm -hmm. And you it get between goes... people's toes and uh, really cause them some irritation if you like. <laughs> Not even just toes, but like different crevices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like sand besides a rock because a sand, it just is more um, ambiguous. It just has different, it could be moved around. It could be used for different things. Rocks can also be used for different things, but I like the movement of sand if that makes sense okay yeah, so for a absolutely. rock or a tree what would you do rock or a tree or oh, a sorry tree a flower <laughs> a flower or a tree sorry i've gotten like three hours of sleep so i'm a little tired so well i'll say this much flowers are pretty great because they're short-lived and are a great example of the shortness of life um but i think 
what burns bright also burns fast. Hmm. And I think it would be more my style to be a tree because I am Groot and <laughs> that's kind of more my vibe. Uh, trees hold on to a lot of what happens around them and they really soak that up, not just through the soil and through the air. Um, but if you look at a tree that you won't see one that looks like another, if you really look closely, you'll see the character that each tree has, which, uh, kind of have a personal problem with the city always cutting down trees around people's houses and in public areas because they do so much for us and what do we give back we just cut it down so i really feel like if we're going to cut down a tree we should put something in its place oh okay i like that oh geez i like that you talked about like the strongness of a tree and the strength from which it presumes <laughs> no i like that that's cool and i like how you also touched on a flower because for me i feel like it would be just a flower i wouldn't think of myself as a tree so mm. what kind of a flower would you be then if you were a flower and what kind of a tree would you be if you were a tree that's those are really mm. great questions if i were to be a flower i would probably i'd probably be a sunflower why a sunflower because i love sunflower seeds <laughs> and i love sunflower butter Mm -hmm. But they also grow big and tall, and they rem remind people that they need to smile. Oh! Yeah. You trying to make me cry or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if I was to be a tree, which I would love to hear your answer to this as well, mm -hmm. I would choose to be a cedar tree. Mm -hmm. uh, because similar to a bristlecone pine tree, cedar trees can live for almost a thousand years. Hmm. Um, not too long, not too short. But what I love about cedar trees are the way they smell. There's nothing else that smells like a nice cedar tree um fun fact my half of my family is from quebec province in canada and there are a lot of cedar trees there in fact I helped my grandpa cut one down and we made some salad bowls out of it oh my god that's really cool struck by lightning huh. and uh, we used the rest of the tree to make something that we could remember it with that's so, really neat yeah i still have it today actually really <laughs> yeah. okay you need to show me <laughs> That's really cool. What I like kind of the, tree would you like to be? I would be a redwood tree just because I like the longevity from which they have lived on this earth. And I like the tallness of them and the strength and the colors and the smells of them. For a flower, I'd be a rose. Because Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be a rose for a flower because I feel like roses are me you know they represent me like pretty and cute you know and red i love the color red um but they're they're so delicate looking but they actually have thorns and you know they could be stronger or a different perception than what you think so i just feel like it's kind of a neat yin yang because it looks so beautiful and you want to touch it but you have to be careful because it has thorns mm -hmm. i don't know that's what i was thinking <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's cool. Um, yeah, I wanted to just kind of, you had good answers. <laughs> um, let's talk about places that we've camped together because we have camped quite a few. I was listing a few and came out with way more than I thought. So we've gone to Lake Casitas. We've camped in Ojai, Sycamore, Pismo with your mom, which was so cute. Pismo Beach. Pismo Beach. And then we did Camino Cielo. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went off-roading up there. And up there, you taught me how to air down and air up, which is really cute. Because, you know, I don't know how to do that. 
I don't know how to use a screwdriver. So yeah, you taught me how to do that for my truck on the first time. In my defense, um, that was probably my only third or fourth time airing up and airing down. And the way that I learn things is by teaching other people what I know. And that really solidifies things in my mind. So it was a pleasure to teach you how to do that, Katie. Oh. I uh, still waiting for the day that you buy an air compressor, but uh... <laughs> well, we're gonna go to Harbor Freight uh, after payday. We're gonna go to Harbor Freight, and Nico is gonna help me buy some tools because I didn't have a screwdriver, and my friend Anthony actually had a screwdriver that he gave me, and that's about all I have. What's the other set thing that I have? Well, you need a ratchet to, for starters. I do, but I have the pieces that go to the end of it. What is it? You do. You have uh, weirdly some torx bits for your princey rack and for other things that go on your truck but you don't have a ratchet i don't but i used <laughs> the the bits to put my tailgate insert on so i used like the tray that it comes with and i hey i improvised and i made it work you did she uh you want to tell them how that that you made that happen without well, a ratchet <laughs> well i yeah without the ratchet itself i had the piece the bits and that were attached to the plate that it comes with and I just moved the size that I wanted at the end. And then I like broke the handle piece that holds the bits together and then just used it and used the power of my hands and tightened the whole entire. I unscrewed all of the bolts and then took, is that what they were? Bolts? Yeah, they were bolts. Okay, so I undid the bolts and then I put the new tailgate insert on it and then re tightened them all. I mean, they're not perfectly tight, but I think they're tight. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you're going to help me buy all those tools, which I really appreciate. And maybe I'll get an air compressor. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a great plan. I think Harbor Freight's one of those places where if you're buying anything metal, mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. If you buy something electronic, I would maybe urge you to go somewhere else. <laughs> I think many of the listeners would agree. But, you mean uh, like the Apple store? <laughs> well, for your air compressor, I wouldn't recommend anything less than an ARB or some mini build. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I think uh, getting some tools in your in your truck would uh, maybe save you if you had to use them in a inopportune scenario. So it's always good to be prepared. Just that, kind of my life motto. That is true. <laughs> that is your life motto. He, Nico has a lot of neat little features in his truck. He has like on the back of his headrest, you have like a full on setup, right? Yeah, I've got a, a trauma kit, medical kit, first aid. Yep. You're ready for life's obstacles from which we presume in the future <laughs> <laughs> so i have a question for you where is your favorite place that you've camped with me favorite place i've camped with you definitely had to be the los padres really why why would you say that <laughs> oh for many reasons <laughs> <laughs> okay you want to tell me a couple yeah well it was my first time actually spending the night there i'd been there a few times but um didn't have all my camping equipment with me but uh katie and i made it happen in fact we had our friend patrick from the average overlanders out there with us he made a long journey to come meet us and it was a wonderful meeting him as well and um just a really sweet space up there in the los padres near piedras blancas and uh, lots of trees running water we had the whole place to ourselves. And uh, we had some interesting experiences there at night, which actually wasn't my first experience there. <laughs> yeah, we were a little scared. You want to tell them about that? <laughs> yeah. The first time I had experience or when we were together? When we were together. Okay. So Katie seems to have a different story than I do. Uh, correction. Me and Patrick. <laughs> Patrick as well. 
but um, we heard some interesting noises there at night. I heard footsteps, and I also heard some interesting animals, such as a field mouse. It wasn't a mouse, but Patrick okay. Patrick and Katie disagree with me on this. That's okay. Um, Katie was getting quite frightened, and uh, I don't know. I, I heard what sounded like a deep, 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 deep. Much like a field mouse would make. Um, but she heard something more insidious. Did she not? Yeah, I. it sounded like... I don't know how to explain it, but it sounded like an artificial alien spaceship. <laughs> artificial intelligence being. And Patrick can attest to this. And by the way, Patrick, he has a podcast. It's called The Average Overlanders. Go check him out. His Instagram is 10.4overland. He's awesome dude. And him and... Um, Jared, who came out with a podcast, is awesome. So go check them out. But yeah, he came with us and he can attest that there was that weird sound. But for some reason, Nico heard something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost outside of the range of my hearing. And um, I feel that I'm someone with really, really great hearing. In fact, I had a hearing test not too long ago and said I had the hearing of a 12-year-old. So to not hear what they were hearing was a little interesting, but... Uh, I actually have been to where we camped before and not spent the night, um, which I mentioned before. But my point being, we saw and heard some really interesting things, the people I was with there. So um, I didn't preface this before we went camping uh, with Katie and Patrick, um, just because I didn't want to put uh, ideas in their mind about what was going to happen or what was there and what we would hear and see and experience. So I think this only confirms that uh, something interesting is happening there. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you forgot to mention when you and me were heading up there, because me and him found a campsite. Oh, yes. And then Patrick was coming to meet us up or meet up with us, but we didn't have service up there. So we had to go drive down into town. And on our way back up, we were driving in your truck, and there was that scary person that was, like, on the side of the road with their van. Remember? <laughs> they looked straight at... He looked straight uh, at us. Stereotypical serial killer look. <laughs> uh, you know, white van, very dark limo-tinted windows. We were driving around a large bend going up to Los Padres, and he just gave us the look as if, like, if we were to stop, call anybody... He was going to do us some harm, and uh, we picked up the pace a little bit at that point. That was scary. <laughs> it made the hairs on my neck stand up, and there's not a lot of hairs there. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then I remember, too, what was really neat is we're not allowed to have fires at that time, but Patrick, me, and Nico all, like, conversed, and we made our own little fake fire out of a lantern. Remember that? With the light? We put, right. like, a little flashlight or a headlight or a lamp. What is it? Yeah, it was my Goal Zero crush light, mm -hmm. which I think eventually died because for some reason that thing just keeps dying. Goal Zero, if you're listening, hook me up. It's a new light. Hook him up, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just put it in the fire pit and sat around the light like we were sitting around a campfire. And you know what? It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too shabby. And I remember I stayed up 24 hours that day. Remember that? And remember you said how beautiful I looked the next day? 
And do you remember me telling you you should have gone to bed? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm saying that he said I look beautiful. He basically was politely saying I looked, looked like I got hit by a truck. What did you say? I look pretty bad. Well, you know what I remember is the sound that your truck cab made, almost like opening a sarcophagus after, you know, <laughs> thousands of years. It was like a... <laughs> so that's one of our inside jokes is like the one night or the next day after we're camping is that Nico's going to like... Basically, I'm going to die in the middle of the night and Nico's going to find me in my truck and he's just going to open it and I'm literally going to just be like, like what you said, it's going to be like a coffin. It's going to go. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I stayed up 24 hours that day, which I got really sick the next day. So I don't recommend doing that, but it was definitely worth it because I got to go camping with you and Patrick and we had a really good time. I don't think we ate too. No. So that was the thing about those Padres is when we did go camping, it got so hot. And this was in the middle of summer. What was it, July, early August? Something like that. But um, yeah, it was it was almost ninety something degrees at like eight thirty in the morning. So we decided to drive back down to the beach, and uh, we made breakfast at uh, Salmar Summer's Beach area, and yeah, we just had a good day. We jumped in the water. Mm-hmm. And Patrick took off to visit his other friends, and yeah. Oh, correction. You went in the water. I was watching you go in the water because you the water's cold. You are right. You are right. <laughs> the water's cold. I don't like cold water. <laughs> and I have my wetsuit. So, yes, that was probably one of my favorite trips. Um, also, one of my favorites was Pismo with you. Remember oh, yeah. Pismo? That, that was, was so much fun. Time. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Well, um, I had just put new wheels and tires on my truck and... I hadn't really used it off-road besides going to Camino Cielo. Um, and I wanted to go to Pismo Beach and drive in the dunes ever since I actually had a Tacoma, which is maybe a story I can elaborate in a second. Um, but yeah, uh, we actually went camping with my mother, who's a very cool human being. And Katie met her for the first time, and they actually got along quite well, so that was fun. And... Um, yeah, we stayed at the uh, campgrounds uh, near the beach. Um, we didn't camp in the sand because those were all booked. And there's actually been a lot going on in Pismo with the snowy plover habitat expanding since we haven't been driving on the beach too much. But I'm happy they were able to fix that. Um, discussion that people were having. They wanted to close the dunes down permanently. And uh, it seems that we were able to figure out how to coexist with the snowy plover. Um, a lot of the off-roading area is closed now, but as Katie can attest, we drove there for two hours, like almost one way in the dunes and didn't even get close to the end of it. In fact, we had a hard time finding our way back. <laughs> we did get lost because all the dunes look the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do all look the same, man. From the beach, there's several entry points into the into the dunes. But once you're in there and you're looking towards the beach, they all look the same mm-hmm. because they all have an interesting backside. They've been blown over. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we got a little scared. They were pretty steep and very loose, deep sand trying to get back. So, luckily, we found our way. And uh, it was just a joyous trip to be free out there. We only saw one other truck. And you also helped that that vehicle. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? There is a uh, stuck forerunner, and uh, 
they were in somewhat of a bowl of sand and uh, were accelerating forward and reversing backwards. And you could tell they were digging themselves into a deeper and deeper hole. And uh, fun fact, I actually bought a recovery strap, a uh, kinetic rope um, the day before we went to our, to, to Pismo. And um, I almost didn't buy that rope. Thank goodness you did. And a little voice in my head said, no, you should buy it. Even if you don't need it, someone might need it. Um, Hence the always prepared mindset that I have. (laughs) But uh, it took about five or six good pulls to get them out. Uh, And it even took also taking the recovery boards I keep off of my roof and sticking in them under their tires, digging the sand out and getting them hooked up that way. I was able to pull them out, but... It was also the recovery boards that helped them continue keeping their momentum. So, yeah. And Katie was nice enough to film the whole situation. So that was the only thing that I did to help. I (laughs) I was a, I was a a fantastic observer slash videographer. Yeah. I wouldn't have known what to do. So, but you were like, you came in in hero. Look at the Ford, the Ford Ranger. Look at what it's doing. (laughs) The Ford freaking Ranger pulled out a Toyota 400. That's awesome. Yeah. In fact, if I remember correctly, I think it was a TRD Pro. It was a TRD Pro. (gasps) Dang. Pulling gains so, over here. Get it? Pulling gains? Yeah. Like you're pulling a vehicle? Well, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. And that was my first time ever having to tow someone out of a hairy situation like that because um, they were totally out of the line of sight from people on the beach. And uh, they were underneath a very tall dune. And the person who was driving the Forerunner had told me that they just kind of went up this really steep dune and then fell into this bowl of sand and it was probably the worst place you could have asked to be stuck in. So I was happy to help them out. And um, <laughs> he offered to pay me, which I politely declined and <laughs> told them to put the money towards a recovery strap just in case they needed one again in the future. But um, yeah, it felt good to be a good Samaritan and help help a brother out. <laughs> I agree. And, and it was it was neat to watch you do that. It was pretty cool. I was like, that's my friend Nicole. I was like, hi, that's, that's Adventure Ranger. That's my best friend. That's my best that's, friend. That's my best friend. <laughs> exactly. And it was such a fun trip because it was super spontaneous. And I had the pleasure to go camping with Nico and his mom. And his mom is just a beam of light in this world. And it was so neat to connect with her. She has a huge uh, love for coffee in a different way of of how we brewed it and everything but we made yeah, it work yeah and remember when we tried to um pop popcorn at night <laughs> uh how did you get that popcorn Katie? i i don't okay so i basically i've had it since like last year and i really wanted to take it it's those ones that you put like in a foil thing and then you try to pop it and then it like pops up and then it's Basically, the kernels didn't pop, and the thing didn't come with foil, and so you and me tried to eat it, but it, like, turned out disgusting, oh. so. So, here's what really happened. The real story. hmm So, Katie had this popcorn, and she asked me if, you know, we wanted to make it, so we put it on my Coleman stove, which, by the way, is older than I am, and it's still <laughs> kicking, so congrats, Coleman, on making a good stove, but uh, we took off the little cover which has the ingredients on it and um well 
we started popping and we noticed that there was no top half of the aluminum cover that was supposed to balloon out and catch all the kernels. So the popcorn popped everywhere and we ended up putting it in another pod and popping it and burning it very badly. Um, it tasted good, you said. Sure. You said that it tasted good. So, <laughs> but hey, we made it work. You know what? That's okay. Well, hey, you guys, we're going to take a quick break really quick, and then we'll be right back because it only lets us record 20 or 30 minutes. So give us one second. Okay, do you have any last words really quick? See you on the other side. Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys, welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a few days. Um, Actually, it's been what? Over a week. Over a week. We've been a little busy, so sorry about that. And I realized that when I replayed listening to the first part of the episode that you could hear someone's like alarm going off. So do apologize. It wasn't Nico like breaking into someone's house. No, it was just the sirens going off about how awesome our podcast is going. So. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> anyways guys welcome back so what we were talking about was the popcorn incident but yeah it was the best popcorn that you've ever had right nico oh the best popcorn i've ever had to spit out yes (laughs) that you've ever had to spit out that works that works but we have a lot of other like neat kind of memory things from camping like um the fact that you play the guitar and you're a singer too right sure yeah I, I play a little bit and i'm teaching myself how to sing and at the start of lockdown if you can't even call it that um i just decided to teach myself guitar because my mom's always played and i never i've picked it up a couple of times and just never got anywhere with it so i put my foot down and decided to do that and i have no regrets so no regrets. No regrets, bro. <laughs> and basically, he sounds like John Mayer, but like way better and way taller. Interesting. Why don't you say that? I, think I mean, you could I, agree. I wouldn't say that about myself because I don't want to sound conceited, but I'll take the compliment. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. Yeah, he definitely sounds like John Mayer. And we just discussed before we started this podcast that we are going to do a duet, correct? Correct. I'm sorry, were you paging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. I've known that song for quite a while now and actually just learned the melody on guitar, which is separate than like the chords. So it so sounds pretty sweet. That would be really cool. So we're definitely going to do that. But yeah, basically when we go camping, I think almost almost every single time that we've gone camping, Nico plays a guitar at night when we're sitting around the campfire and you do singing and it's just a neat, really fun experience when we go camping. So... What did you say? I would have to agree, indubitably. <laughs> indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> the word that I can't pronounce. <laughs> the word that I cannot pronounce. Oh. oh, you know what? Okay, another funny memory between me and Nico is the one time we went to Starbucks. Or, oh, shoot. <laughs> I shouldn't have even said who, where we went. but It we... was a coffee shop on the corner of a street in the center of a town next to a certain freeway. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> is where we went. <laughs> Yeah, we went to a Starbucks, or I wasn't supposed to say it, okay. We went to a coffee shop on the corner of a street in the center of a town by a freeway. We went somewhere. In a certain county. Exactly, which shall (laughs) remain nameless. But we went to this coffee shop, and I ordered a very simple beverage, okay. But they, I wanted it made with half and half, and they poured almond milk 
And the person that was making my drink <laughs> kind of looked around to see if anybody saw that they had made a mistake making my drink. Very sus. Very sus. And then all of a sudden, the person just poured half and half on top of the almond milk. And I saw that happen, witnessed it with my eyes, and I was very upset. And I expressed my upsetness to Nico. And Nico was so kind and be like, well, Katie, go tell them to go remake it or tell them that they didn't make it right. And I am always someone who's kind of like a pushover. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I'll drink it. I'll I'll end up liking it. And then what happened? But Katie, aren't you allergic to almonds? (laughs) So he gave, so the the person said, Katie, I have your drink ready. And I walked over to go get it. And Nico was standing right next to me. And he said that very loud. What did you say? I was like, Katie, what was it you were just telling me? Like just a second ago, something about you being like allergic to almonds all of a sudden. I can't remember exactly. Kid, can you tell me? What, did you say you were allergic to almonds? <laughs> to almonds? Almond milk? I was like, Nico, shut up. And I was super upset. And Because you were like trying to tell me, like, dude, go go get it remade. But I was like, no, it's fine. But that was so funny. That that whole like couple minutes was such a funny, funny experience. <laughs> I will forever cherish in my small brain. Yeah, so. I had to keep nagging you about it until we actually left yeah i almost had to freaking drag you out of there because i was afraid you're gonna tell the whole entire star or place that we went (laughs) doing great doing great coffee shop that shall remain nameless nameless. yeah (laughs) let's see um okay another cool memory was me rekindling the fire do you remember that when we went to sycamore katie has a dragon breath for any of you people listening her breath yeah, it smells great. But, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to rekindling a fire, Katie definitely knows what she's doing because uh, I've tried it and unsuccessfully. I was I was very unsuccessful. <laughs> hey, you tried though, and that's that's a for effort. But yes, I am very good with my kindling skills, and I was able to restart two fires that were completely out. Oh and- yeah, they look like they've been doused by water. Yep. No life left in them. And then she just breathed fire, breathed and life s- back into those fires. Yeah, they rekindled. And everybody was like, nope, it's out, it's out. And I said, you just got to believe. You just got to believe. Yeah. And what do you know? She so- looked like she was on the verge of passing out. But I got to hand it to her. I was very impressed. <laughs> I was impressed too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> another neat, um, let's see, another neat experience. Sorry, I wrote down some things so that we could like, you know, not forget. But Oh, when I ate seven marshmallows, <laughs> seven <bunny>. s'mores. <laughs> Chubby bunny. Chubby bunny. Well, yeah, s'mores, they're, they're good. And I wanted some more. So I, I ate seven total s'mores in like an so hour. So naturally you have s'more. <laughs> naturally, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, okay, Nico, I have a question. What was What has been your favorite camping memory between you and me? Like where we've gone because we've gone to so many places and have achieved so many neat little things like where where would be your favorite like what's your favorite memory camping okay i think i understand the question so um, <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> <I'd> have, <laughs> i would have to say that my favorite spot that we went camping was at um in the los padres mm-hmm. with patrick who is a sheriff out of what? what uh, no, wait. We I... did talk about that yeah, already. But... I know. Oh, okay. But my favorite part was like your reaction to what happened there because we <laughs> all had different experiences. And I also didn't tell 
you and Patrick about the energy there because I had experiences there twice before, mm-hmm. even though I hadn't camped there. But um, yeah, it was just mm. you. You guys heard some stuff. I heard some different things, but I felt things and I definitely saw stuff. And I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to put ideas into your head. But when <laughs> you guys told me the next morning that there was something happening, I was like, oh, confirmed X-Files. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a really scary place. And, yeah, like that that is one of my top favorite little, like, places that we've gone. But, yeah, it was so scary because I've been so many places by myself. And I was with you and Patrick. And – I was so uncomfortable there. Like I just felt so off. And when yeah. I did, I couldn't even walk to the bathroom by myself. I was so well. I did, but then the next time I was like, "Someone needs to come with me." You mean because, the hole in the ground? Yeah, the yeah. nasty pot toilet <laughs> that literally you open the door, like the little, I don't know, the, the seat, and literally you just got hit with with the most disgusting. <laughs> I thought it burned my eyebrow hairs. Oh. That's how I thought it was so gross. <laughs> but yeah, like it was just so scary there. I don't know. It was so unsettling from. The time when you and me saw that dude that was on the side of the road. Yeah. Yep. And just hearing the noises. He had those murderous eyes. <clears throat> he looked like he was about to chop me in half and then <laughs> set and chop you in half. And I thought he was going to throw us off this like planet. But yeah. That, that throw was us like, off the planet, eh? <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> He's going to throw us out over to Mars. But as far as like positive memories mm-hmm. of camping, I would definitely say uh, I think it was the first you know, the second time we went to Sycamore Canyon, it was the day after our last night there. We, you know, left the campground, but funnily enough, we get free admission to any of the state parks the same day, right? So mm-hmm. we went across the highway to Sycamore Beach. And it was just this really interesting and strange but wonderful experience where Katie and I totally zoned out that whole day. Uh, we were definitely in some like kind of trance. I don't know what it was, but the whole day went by. We were very relaxed and I don't know, like it's just like, kind of like we were in a weird state of flow, if that makes any sense, where you totally lose track of time. It was an interesting day that you and me had. It was it was weird because, yeah, we went to the beach that was right across from our campground because we had free admission. So me and him went and chilled at the beach because we had friends that were going to be gone during the day. So we went. We hung out at the beach all day, or at least for a couple hours, right? Yeah, we were there for about four we hours. Had, <laughs> we got singed like lobsters. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it was just cool because, like, I was learning how to watercolor. We were talking. We were walking all around, along the beach. We were looking for sea glass. You went in the water, didn't you? Yeah, I went for a swim, mm-hmm. which uh, the shore break was pretty aggressive that day. But it was totally <laughs> worth it. But, <laughs> I was like spending like 20 minutes just trying to get in the water and yeah. not get pummeled. <laughs> it was pretty funny watching yeah. it. But yeah, it was just like a neat experience that we had that day. And then like I remember we came back to camp. We had tar on our feet, remember? Oh, yeah. We had tar and we were well, trying to get it off. The, uh, coconut oil trick. Yeah, we put coconut oil on our feet mm-hmm. and got the oil it's off. The best way to get it off. Or olive oil works pretty well, too. But we didn't have that. So, yeah. But we had coconut oil because I put it on my face. So it worked yeah. out. But then you had to teach me how to – or, well, we were going to take showers. Did teach you how to tuggy? <laughs> <laughs> no, you had to teach me how to twerk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we were taking showers, and his shower worked, but mine didn't work. And, and then so I ended up having to use yours when you were done, and then the people went behind me. 
to where mine wasn't working and theirs worked. So I think I just didn't know how to use it. I showed you how to use it. But it was working. Well, the one that I was trying to take a shower, it wasn't working. Well, you have to put one coin in at a time. And you I just put did. Them all in the no, I didn't. No, I put one in and nothing happened. And I put in two, didn't happen. And I ended up putting like five in there and it still didn't happen. So I think when I left there, the person after... Well, they got like a 30 minute shower for free. So, you hmm. know. Oh, good omen for you. <laughs> yeah. But then I remember you took a nap in the hammock, um, in your hammock. And then I was just kind of chilling by the, the campfire. Or, well, there wasn't a campfire going on that time. I don't time. know what you were doing. I was totally knocked out. The sun had just beat me down and made me its, you know what? But, um... <laughs> Squidward. I mean, we will, we will. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah well, so, you, well yeah you were sleeping in the hammock and i was i was watercoloring i was trying to that's, that. yeah that's what you were doing you're working on your art skills but it was a really fun day that was a yeah. really neat oh and we cooked remember we cooked together too yeah what we, did we ate cook? dinner what do we have i know you cooked we were gonna make steaks but oh the steak <laughs> <laughs> well oh. it turned out to be soggy wet like my ice chest okay i haven't Katie updated picked my... out best steak she could find i did and <laughs> it wasn't wrapped properly and so the ice by this time had melted and the entire steak had that very like opaque white color <sighs> of a steak that's been soaking in water for too long <laughs> And, well, we had to throw it out. It's a good thing I brought extra food because, uh, what did they have? A lot of leftover chicken and some other stuff, but it ended up working out. <laughs> yeah, we ended up, yeah, because, yeah, I only didn't go to, like, the meat cooker or cutter person. I don't know what they're called, butchers? I don't know, but when yeah, you go butcher. to Ralph's and they have the special people that do all the, like, cutting. And so I went to him and I said, hey, give me your best steak and this and that. And he helped pick it out for me. And then I was, like, super excited to cook it and then, it did, like, to have it not be what it was i was very upset but yeah you had extra food and we cooked that and then we just chilled and hung out until our friends came and it was so nice it Always was such a prepared. fun yes <laughs> yeah one thing that's kind of different about me and nico is nico literally prepares for literally anything it's neat because he's like you pack so many different things i'm so minimalist but you bring like everything so what did you say like <laughs> yeah i have Lots of Plano storage bins and my truck, like the back seats of my truck have Molly on them. So I'm always have stuff in there and underneath the seats, I've got recovery gear behind the seats. I have all kinds of tool rolls and breaker bars and uh, I've got a torque wrench in case I have to take off a wheel, put another one on and I have everything that I should need in case of emergency as far as breakdown or end of the world cataclysm, you know, tsunami at Sycamore, we never know. So yeah, I got floaties underneath the seats. That's how I roll. I, so you know, what? I, I thought I, I saw those. I thought I saw those last time I got a new truck. I was like, oh, he's prepared. You know, <laughs> if the aliens come and invade us, the one person you want to be with is Nico because he would have a lot of uh, Hoya, <laughs> a lot of Hoyas. <laughs> so one thing about me and Nico and our other friend Anthony is we all have like our inside jokes. We have quite a few of them. One of them is a Hoya. So you guys know what that is. But we turn everything into saying hoya wouldn't you say hoya hoya <laughs> <laughs> and then what's our other one? Oh, we have some spongebob references so like if something's like scary or not good then we'll go so we have like all those we have a lot of weird little inside jokes but you know what that's what makes life fun right yeah and i think one of these episodes you should have uh anthony guest 
as a guest on the uh, podcast. I think it should be all three of us because we're like the three stooges. We are a bit a bit like the three stooges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the like cute one, obviously. And then I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's actually in the room with us right now. He's this... looking at us. Yes. Hi, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that smile. Look at, Anyways, that, look at that dashing smile. We never told you guys what happened and why it's been over a week in between recording part one and part two. It was supposed to be just one part <laughs> but anchor by spotify if you're listening you gotta fix your website we had recorded about 18 minutes for part two and when it rendered after stop recording it was, was it, a minute and 30 <laughs> seconds so we had lost about 17 minutes of our podcast so here we are recording part two crossing our fingers doesn't happen again which i'm sure if you're listening now it didn't and we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see but just saw because like we were just so in the moment and like talking and i don't oh, remember yeah, any, we were on a roll we were on a roll and yeah. now we're like here we are again but it's okay you know <laughs> we don't have any sounding alarms or anything like that so i guess we're kind of gucci yeah. it's a little toasty in here but it's fine like i'll just leave <laughs> in my house <laughs> but my house, my house? Would yeah. you like to share any other neat um, memories or anything like that, like that you've had, <laughs> <laughs> or like things? I don't know. That... Should I share? Yeah, you can. <laughs> About uh, oh. Happy Bunny Night. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I guess you might as well. Oh. We, I don't want people to be like, Katie, what part are they talking? What is <laughs> what part is Nico talking about? Oh. Well, um, to relieve the suspicion. Katie had had seven or so s'mores that night, mm -hmm. and we also all had a bit to drink, I think, and so <laughs> it was pretty late, but we were all cracking up about something, and I just remember Katie folding over like a lawn chair, cracking up, like tears coming out of her eyes, and as she did that, there was a boop. <laughs> It wasn't that. It was a puff of air. It was a puff of air. A very faint, a very delicate song. That carried through the campground canyon. I basically levitated. <laughs> yeah, she got some air off her chair. I'll just say that. I levitated and everybody's hair like blew back. <laughs> some fuel to the fire. Yeah, uh, that's what kindled the fire. You didn't notice. You thought that I was breathing into uh... the fire, but I was actually like. <laughs> a little puff of air but yeah that was pretty funny yeah that that you would you would highlight that as one of your funniest or best moments oh yeah definitely one of the hardest laughs i've had in a long time <laughs> really? that's so uh, funny oh my gosh i was so embarrassed but you know it's it's a natural thing yeah um except mine only smell like rose petals and sunshine mm, so like a deer exactly yeah. and you know what i said right when that happened i said oh dear <laughs> You did. You did say did that. Did I? I don't remember, you to be did. honest. I just remember the puff of air and yeah, me being super. I don't remember a whole lot from that night. But, uh, that was anyways. a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, was fun. a lot of fun. Aww. Well, we've had a lot of memories so far, and I'm very excited to continue making more memories because it's it's pretty awesome going with you. You're someone who I trust, someone who I know like is reliable and just always like down to go and be adventure and, you know. It's, it's always a pleasure going camping with you, for sure. Yeah, well, you know I think the same of you, Katie. Stop it! Sorry, I'm not going to cry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, hey, um, another aspect that I'd like to talk about the podcast, like, as we're coming to a close, is just the fact that, like, you and me are very similar in, like, our camping adventure and motto and lifestyle, but, like, mm -hmm. 
the fact that we're kind of different in our like priorities with camping with our builds with our builds yeah so like mine's very minimalist and very just like bare minimum but you have more complex and more intricate things that you like to incorporate in your camping styles like cooking for example yeah that's your strength i cook all my meals so when i go camping i have to do the same thing i don't really like eating out of a can and preheating stuff i like to cook from scratch but that's kind of how i like to do things and i think uh, that's neat yeah 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 i think it's very neat i think i think it's cool that that you like prioritize your your food and aspect because that's a huge aspect in camping and i think that it's just neat that you do that because yeah. me i'm like I, I just boil water that's what i use my <laughs> stove for is boiling water making coffee coffee oatmeal and ramen yeah it's oh, really good but you cold, f- full-on cook like things like when we went camping last like two weeks ago we did sick more and i woke up to you you had already made like a full-on breakfast which is super sweet because i would have been like oh skip breakfast yeah <laughs> what a, a pet peeve i have is just being woken up by somebody else, which has happened before when we were camping, not by Katie, but someone I won't name. After I had told the group that night, don't wake me up. I don't care if the forest is on fire. Don't wake me up because I'm like a bear coming out of hibernation. What would you think if I woke you up? Would you be scared? Or would no, you be I would, scared? I would, would, I would you forgive you. But like in the moment, I'd be like, ah, you know, because really? like, I get I get really like uh, get like a lot of adrenaline when I'm like startled, woken up. Mm. and uh nobody likes that nobody likes that side of me so let's uh let's pray you never see that <laughs> i hope i do never see that in my <clears throat> lifetime anyways i live i i don't live in a tent but when i camp i'm in a <laughs> tent and the walls are very thin and people don't realize that like you can hear everything whereas katie's in her camper shell um you know sleeping cozy although last time we went camping <laughs> <laughs> katie yeah. did not have any of her sleeping bags or change of clothes even i don't think you I had just had like some clothes. blankets you didn't even blankets. have a pillow i didn't have a pillow <laughs> <laughs> and poor thing was like freezing all night and here i was in my tent nice and toasty yeah. like got my sleeping bag my blankets like three pillows you know <laughs> and she didn't say a peep yeah well in this case i would have been fine with you waking me up because i don't like when my friends go cold mm, i appreciate yeah. it well i i was house sitting and i hadn't been home in like a week and a half and and I just wanted to go camping, and we were just like, hey, let's go camping. And so we went, but I didn't have my sleeping bag. I didn't have my usual, like, camping stuff. But I had two blankets that I usually keep in my truck for, I guess, circumstances like this. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was a very cold night. I did one of the worst nights I've had in my truck. And so I basically was, like, curled up in a fetal position in the back corner of my truck the whole night and didn't really sleep. <laughs> but it's okay. Like, eh. It's not a big deal. I I would rather suffer and not wake you up because I'm just not that type of person. But no, yeah. I know. Like, if I'm cold, I'm going to be like, Miku. <laughs> I'm going to knock on your tent. I'm going to be like, Miku. Yeah. When I saw you were still sleeping, I'm the same I'm the same way. Like, I would never want to wake somebody else up because I know how it feels. But um, fun fact, I actually fit in Katie's camper shell uh, sideways, diagonal, mm-hmm. not linear. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I have actually decided since finding that out about a month ago or so that I'm going to try to sell my rooftop tent and rack and buy a camper shell because I just think it fits my lifestyle more. I might be moving to Washington soon where it rains a lot and I need to be able to keep all my gear dry. 
Um, but I would also love a permanent shelter for on the road, park anywhere, sleep whenever I like, not have to worry about it. AKA I'm joining the cool kids club. So <laughs> you, you saw what I wrote on our little <laughs> outline here for our podcast. Yep. Yeah. He's going to be joining the cool kids club, which means he's going to be getting a like truck cap like I have instead of doing his bedrack and rooftop tent, which is really neat. So I can't wait. We have lots of plans for, for that. Right. Like, yep. Yep. and I told him if he needs any help, I'm a very good observer. <laughs> Observer of construction and yeah. handiwork. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really the handiest gal around, but I will definitely be observing you and monitoring, I guess. I don't know, but I'll watch you do all that stuff because I'm not really much help. Maybe with a wee-woo if I'm about to get smacked in the head or something, all right? You know what? I'll be your number one wee-woo. Gosh, you know what? Just thinking about that, I don't know what I'm going to do when you leave. <gasps> yeah, it's kind of sad. sad. But uh, I still haven't even applied yet. I'm still working on the applications, so... Okay, so we got time. Too sad, yeah, yeah. We can go camping a couple, maybe one more time. I'm just kidding. With a couple zeros after it. I mean, Well, okay. Do you want to read the last part that I put on there? Why don't you read it? It's very suggestive. Push if you iPad, but okay. Hoya. Yeah, I put at the end of our podcast that that we have to talk about Hoya, which I was just trying to make it. Hoya, we do. Oh, yeah, I mean, duh. Oh, yeah, we couldn't. <laughs> Point to the freaking yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, could we not? Duh. <laughs> Anyways. Anything else you want to add to this podcast episode before we close it out? Because we have five minutes left. So. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, just to get to the point, if you're looking for a rooftop tent and rack, you know where to look. I am at ADV underscore Ranger on Instagram if anybody's interested. Uh, and looking at some of the adventures that Katie and I have gone on such as Pismo Beach, Los Padres, Sycamore. Where else have we been? Well, we talked about it already. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. I am fully in your debt and so gratified that you chose to have me. Oh, thank you for being on here. Definitely has been a pleasure having you on and picking your brain and comparing and contrasting and sharing all of our little memories. I can't wait to look back and be like, look at us, look at us, we're really so funny. I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll be way funnier um, in the future, but yeah. I'm... <laughs> You're supposed to say hoya. Oh, yeah, we will. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for being on here, Nico, and uh, I look forward to um, more adventures with you and and to see you evolve with your truck and see you join the truck cap life it's it's pretty hard (laughs) get it because it's a truck cap it's hard it's it's a hard shell life for us (laughs) but all right guys well thanks for tuning in and i hope you guys have a good rest of your day or night and i will see you guys in the next episode would you like to say farewell farewell thank you for listening see you you next time okay (laughs) bye